بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد. So today's topic inshallah is going to be about الصحابة. First of all, who are الصحابة? Okay, so the scholars give us a definition uh, of the Sahaba. And uh, they say, مَنْ لَقِيَ النَّبِيِّ فِي حَيَاتِهِ مُسْلِمًا وَمَاتَ عَلَى إِسْلَامًا There's three conditions. The first one, he has to meet with the Prophet And the second one is to believe in his message. And the third one is to die upon that. Okay. So we have an example of people who met the Prophet وسلم, but they didn't believe in him. <clears throat> so we have examples of people that they met the Prophet وسلم, but they didn't believe in him. Like Abu Jahl, Ubayd al Khalaf. These people, they met the Prophet وسلم, but they didn't believe in him. So they're not Sahaba. And then there's people, they're very close to meeting the Prophet ﷺ, but they didn't uh, meet with him, so they're not counted as Sahaba. Like Uwais uh, al-Qarn, or Abu Muslim al-Khawlani. These are counted from the big tabi'een, but they're not Sahaba. Uh, Abu Muslim al-Khawlani actually, he was traveling to see the Prophet ﷺ, and when he reached Medina, uh, he asked some people, he asked the Sahaba that were there, and he told them, um, he's being buried right now. Like, this is his funeral right now. So he was so close, but he didn't meet the Prophet So he's not a Sahaba. So then what are some examples of the Sahaba? So we have the first Sahaba, the first who ever accepted Islam, Abu Bakr and Ali. There's a difference, right? But the, the scholars, they say, the first Sahabi who accepted Islam from the, from the men is Abu Bakr. And the one that accepted from the young men is Ali. And from the woman Khadija and from the Mawari, the servant, Zayd ibn Haritha. So these four were the first to accept. And then we have other examples like Al-Ashara, the ten that were promised in Jannah, in the Hadith. And we also have Al-Muhajirun Al-Ansar. In general, these are all Sahaba. And the ones that uh, came after, after Al-Fatih. These are different types of Sahaba. <clears throat> in the hadith narrated by uh, Anas ibn Malik in Tirmidhi, the Prophet وسلم, said, Arhamu ummati bi ummati Abu Bakr. Wa ashadduhum fi amrillahi umar. Wa asdaquhum hayaan uthman. Wa alamuhum bil halal wal haram. معاذ بن جبل وأفرضهم زيد ابن ثابت وأقرأهم أبي ولكل أمة أمين وأمين هذه الأمة أبو عبيدة بن الجراح. This حديث shows you the the greatness of these Sahaba. And in another narration, it adds also وأفضلهم علي. But it's not in the narration of the Tirmidhi on Anas bin Malik. Said the most the Sahabi, the most Sahabi that shows mercy in this ummah or that will be the most merciful towards this ummah is Abu Bakr 
and he's the first Khalifa, right? And then the strongest in the, the Amr uh, of Allah which is the orders of Allah is Umar وَأَصْطَفُهُمْ حَيَاءً عُثْمَانٌ And the, the most, the, the shyest of them is Uthman. وَعَلَمُهُمْ بِالْحَلَالِ وَالْحَرَامِ مُعَادُ بْنُ The most knowledgeable one of the, the forbidden things and the, the permissible things is Mu'ad uh, ibn Jabal. And then he said, uh, to every nation there is a, a trustworthy person, the most trustworthy person in that nation, the most honest, the most faithful, and that is Abu Ubaid ibn Jarrah. <coughs> so quickly to go over the, the ten Sahaba that were promised at Jannah. The first one, the, the first four were mentioned in the Hadith, which are Abu Bakr, Omar, Uthman and Ali. These are four. And we mentioned, each one of them, we mentioned something about them. So then after that we have Talha and Zubayr. They were also promised Jannah. And all of these, all of these ten are from Quraysh. Right? The, the ones that were mentioned in this hadith. Uh, Talha and Zubayr, they were, they were protectors of the Prophet Sallallahu They were in every battle and they were great allies to the Prophet Sallallahu after that we have Sa'd ibn Abi Waqqas <clears throat> and he's the first one who threw an arrow in Islam and he's the one who Allah accepted his dua and he has a lot of uh, uh, great things about him as well. So then after that, uh, Abdurrahman ibn Awf and he, he was a great help to all the Khulafa Rashidin. He was with them in Majlis al-Shura, he was a very good help to all of them. And then Sa'id ibn Zayd, he was a very, he accepted Islam very early, Sa'id ibn Zayd. And then we have uh, the last one, Abu Ubaid ibn Jarrah. And we just mentioned as, as well that he's the trust, the most trusted one of this nation. So, now we know who the Sahaba are. In a general sense, these are the ten, the first who accepted Islam, Muhajirun and Ansar. And so, um, now that we know Sahaba, why, why is it important for us to respect and love the Sahaba? So, um, as Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, it is our aqidah, it's our belief that we should love as Sahaba. And we, we affirm what's said in the Quran about them. There's some verses that say, uh, you know, like over here, Muhammad Rasulullah, Walladina Ma'ahu Ashidda'u Ali Kuffar, Ruhama'u Bainam. And then it tells you about their description in the Torah and in the Injil. And then he said, he promised them a great uh, reward in the Akhir. So Imam Malik, he said, the people who reject, the people who talk bad about the Sahaba, it's like they're rejecting this ayah. Shows you that we should respect and love a Sahaba. Another reason we should love and respect them is that they they're the ones who transmitted this religion to us. So, all the hadith, we say just like we said here, and Anas ibn Malik. They're the ones who gave us this religion. They transmitted the hadith to us. They transmitted the Quran. There are seven Sahaba that narrated over one thousand hadith. Abu Hurairah, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, 
انس بن مالك ابن عمر بن عباس عائشه and Jabir ibn Abdullah. They narrated over a thousand hadith. So, and then there's also the ones that transmitted the Quran to us, like Uthman, Ubayy ibn Ka'b, Ali, radiallahu anhu ajma'in. They're the ones who transmitted the Quran to us, and they're the ones who transmitted the Sunnah to us. So, should we not respect them? It's very clear. Uh, in the hadith, also, uh, narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, لَا تَسُبُّوا أَصْحَابُ said, do not curse my Sahaba. Um, and this is, this is clear why. If the Prophet says something, then we must follow his orders. So we're not allowed to curse the Sahaba, and we're not allowed to mention them in a bad way. In the verse also, لِلْفُقَرَاءِ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ This is talking about the Muhajirun. The one after it talking about Al-Ansar and then the ones who came after. <clears throat> there was an Imam in the past um, and so someone came to him and he mentioned some of the Sahaba in a, in a bad way. He cursed them. So then the, the Imam, he asked him, Are you from uh, Al-Fuqara Al-Muhajirin? Are you from the Muhajirin? And he told him the ayah. And he said no. So then after that he asked him, Are you from those uh, Ansar, the ones that they accepted the muhajirin and they brought them in. And he was like, no. And so then the imam, he said, and I, and I testify that you're not from the, the, the last people that came after and they said, um, you know, that may Allah forgive us and for, for the believers, the brothers that lead us in. So he said, you're not from any of these three. So you're, worse, you're in a worse case than all of these uh, three people. So it's important for us uh, to understand this as well. And if you really understand what the Muhajirun went through and the Ansar, you know, imagine that you had to leave your, your house out of nowhere and all of your money and all of your family. You just had to leave all of that and go to a new country with new customs and uh, we see that happening today, right? If you, if you have to do that, it's a very difficult situation. And Allah He praised them because they, they were able to do this and they didn't have any hatred uh, in their hearts towards uh, the, the people they went to. And nor did the people that accepted them. They didn't have any hatred towards them. And the famous hadith also that uh, we, we all remember. And this, if it's going to apply to anyone, it's going to uh, apply to uh, these people who left uh, their houses and they left everything to go to al Medina. So their hijrah is purely for the sake of Allah. Their, their immigration, their migration is just purely for the sake of Allah. Um, so uh, going back to the 10, right? We said uh, also one thing about Abu Bakr and Umar. They're no doubt from the Muhajirin and things like this. Uh, there's a narration that says, "Waziraim ahl sama Jibril and Mikael from ahl al-Ard, Abu Bakr and Umar." Said the the most people uh, that helped the Prophet Sallam and they stood with him and they were the ones who carried off some weight off his shoulders. The ones uh, from ahl sama are Jibril and Mikael, and Abu Bakr and Umar from ahl al-Ard.
So also the in in the in the ayah, those who believed and they they went and they made hijrah and they made jihad for the sake of Allah Azza These are also the Sahaba. In another verse, Allah says, "لقد رضي الله عن المؤمنين إذ يبايعونك تحت الشجرة فعلم ما في قلوبهم فأنزل السكينة عليهم وأثابهم فتحا قريبا." It says that Allah Azza indeed He is pleased with these believers that gave bay'ah under the tree. This is in the story of Al Hudaybiyah, where they gave bay'ah under the tree. And the scholars they say this is the the verse that we we use uh, to say radiyallahu anhu sahab like we say umar radiyallahu anhu or abubakar radiyallahu anhu this is the verse that we use as an evidence for that and this is the reason we say radiyallahu anhu and it says radiyallahu anhu maradu anhu another verse and also another incident where uh, someone came to imam and he was also cursing the sahab and he said um, Allah says radiyallahu anhu maradu anhu did you ever hear a verse that says that he was displeased with them after he was pleased with them? <coughs> so this is the last thing that the Prophet ﷺ gave us, or that Allah gave us that radiyallahu anhum So that's the clear, the clear way of taking. Again, those first people that sacrificed for the sake of Allah these are the Sahaba. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ Also targeted towards Sahaba first and foremost. They're the best of nations. And the scholars, they say that the best followers of any Prophet are the companions of the Prophet So even the companions of uh, Isa or the companions of Musa, they're not as good as the companions of the Prophet Muhammad because Allah chose them. So, um, what is our obligation and duty towards the Sahaba? First of all, like we said, the Sahaba, they're the ones who transmitted this religion to us. So, in order to follow the religion correctly, we must follow their, uh, their guidance, which is the guidance of the Prophet And he's the one who raised them and he gave them all these uh, hadith, which made them Sahaba. He said, um, when near the end of the, of the life of the Prophet Muhammad uh, the Sahaba asked him, like, Awsina, give us an advice. So he said, Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnati wa falaka'a al-rashidin al-mahdiyin al-ba'di. He said, um, the thing that is upon you, you have to follow the sunnah, which is the tradition of, of my... Uh, of the Prophet first and foremost, and then the Khulafa. So we can understand this in two different ways. First, uh, first and foremost, the Khulafa, which are the four uh, known Sahaba, and their their Sunnah, and the Sunnah of the Prophet Or all of the Sahaba are Khulafa, and not in the sense of the, uh, ruling, but in the sense of knowledge. So we take knowledge from all of them. عليكم بسنتي وسنه الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين من بعدي عطوا عليها بالنواجد. He said, hold on to it uh, with your molar teeth. 
So it's showing that you're hold, holding on to it in a very tight way. And don't ever leave, leave it. And this is especially important, you know, towards the end of time where there's a lot of uh, fitan happening. There's a lot of trials and tribulations happening. And you, you, look, you look everywhere, you don't know what to grab onto, you don't know what to follow. So then he said over here, عَلَيْكُمْ بِسَنَّةِ وَسَنَّةِ الْخَلَفَاءِ And also, following the three, the three generations that we mentioned before, where we said, خَيْرُ النَّاسِ قَرْنِ ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ ثُمَّ الَّذِينَ يَلُونَهُمْ In Bukhari and Muslim, right? The best people are the generation of the Prophet. And then the ones after, and then the ones after them. So you have Sahaba, Tabi'un, Adba'at Tabi'un. Those are the three best generations. And that's where we get most of our, uh, you know, ilm and everything. So then there's other hadith as well, where the Prophet said, he was mentioning the different groups, uh, like Yahud and Nasar, they will be split into different groups. Uh, this one, you know, 71, 72. And then he said, <clears throat> My nation will be split into 73 different groups. They are all in, in the hellfire. Illa wahida. Except for one. So what is this one? It's important to know which people are going to be saved on the day of judgment. And they're going to be saved from hellfire. So he said, What I am upon today, meaning the Prophet and my Sahaba, and my companions. So following the Hadi of the Prophet is very important. But also the Sahaba, because they're, they're the ones who transmitted, and they're the most ones who understood what the Prophet was saying. So if you have an understanding from the Sahabi, this is first and, and foremost. Um, before anyone else's understanding. And in, in the ayah, وَمَنْ يُشَاقِقَ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيِّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى وَيَتَّبِعَ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ نُوَلِّهِ مَا تَوَلَّى وَنُسْلِهِ جَهَنَّ وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا Imam al-Shafil, he used this, uh, this uh, ayah as a dalil for ijma'ah. And we're going to talk about ijma'ah first uh, from the Sahaba, right? And so he used this as a dalil that the group of uh, uh, Sahaba, if they agree upon something, then that is a dalil. That is a, an evidence. So, um, Why are the Sahaba, why are they role models for us? Okay, so we, we kind of mentioned this as well. Because they, they believed in the Prophet, they're the best ones who believe in the Prophet and follow him. Um, so following their, <coughs> following their understanding, their ijtihad, all of this is following the Prophet And like we said, this also until the hadith, that this is, this is the sunnah and this is the tradition that the Prophet left for us.
some So in conclusion, let's go over what we said. The first thing we defined is Sahabi. And we said Sahabi, he has three conditions, which is he has to believe, uh, he has to meet the Prophet and he has to believe in him and die upon that. So we said the one who sees and doesn't believe Abu Jahl and these people, they're not Sahaba. The ones that uh, believe they didn't see him. You know, until the day of judgment, even us, we're not counted as Sahaba. And then, the Murtaddeen, they're not in it as well. The ones who believe, and then they left Islam. They, they don't count uh, as a party. And then we said, we gave example of Sahaba. We have the ten, right? And we mentioned their names, we mentioned their, their father. And we have Muhajirun uh, and Ansar, those who first accepted um, Islam, we mentioned all that. But then we said, why is it important to respect and love a Sahaba? And we said, mainly, the main reason is uh, what the Prophet said that let us Ashabi, do not curse any of my companions, and that they're the best of generations, and the ones after uh, are also uh, better than the ones after. So, and that's why it's important to respect and love them. Another reason we said, uh, it's part of our aqeedah to believe that. And also, they're the ones who transmitted this religion and sacred knowledge to us, including hadith and Quran, and even their understanding. When we look and we want to, uh, we want to find the answer to maybe a tafsir for an ayah or understanding, first we look, did the Prophet uh, give us a hadith in the tafsir of the ayah? If, if we find it, alhamdulillah, that's good, we use it. And then right after, the Sahaba. Because they're the most ones who understood from the Prophet. And so they're the ones who transmitted also the Quran to us. And some Sanad, if you read it, it'll go back to uh, maybe Ubay ibn Ka'b or Ali uh, or Uthman or any of these Sahaba. And we said we have the seven who narrated over a thousand hadith. There are many other Sahaba who narrated hadith. Uh, some some that narrated only one hadith, some that narrated two or three or four, and then all the way Abu Huraira has the most, which is five thousand. Then the rest uh, are less. So we mentioned also the seven that, right? We said there Abu Huraira, Abu uh, Sa'id Khudri, um, Jabir bin Abdullah, Musab bin Malik, these Sahaba, right? Ibn Ibn Abbas, Ibn Umar, and Aisha. And then we mentioned that. Also the hadith where it mentions all these Sahaba, Abu Bakr and Umar, and their father. So, um, also a little bit about uh, Abu Ubaid ibn Jarrah. We, we, we missed some parts about him. Abu Ubaid ibn Jarrah, he, he was one of, the, one of the people that opened Asham. And he was uh, he, the conquest of Asham when Khalid Walid was the uh, he was taken, he took over Khalid Murid. And uh, he had passed away uh, with the, the plague in, in Syria. And then Umar ibn Khattab, he said a testimony uh, in his deathbed, and this is after Abu Ubaidah had passed away. He said, if Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah was still alive, I would have made him the Khalifa. 
And he said, if Allah ever asked me why, he said, I will use this, this part of the hadith. That every nation has a trusted and trustworthy and honest person. And the trusted one in my nation is Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. And so he said, I would use that as evidence if I were ever to be asked, you know, why did I put him as the Khalif? So okay, then after that we said, there, there are many uh, ayat talking about the greatness of the Sahaba. You know, we mentioned the ayah of Fatih. In Surah Fatih, Muhammad Rasulullah, وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ أَشِدَّاءُ وَالْكُفَّارُ وَحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُ So the ayah says, uh, indeed, Prophet Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. And the ones that are with him, uh, they're strict upon uh, the disbelievers. And they're merciful upon each other. This is their description, subhanAllah. You see them constantly in prostration and ruku'ah and sujood. And they have like marks. You can tell uh, that they're the Sahaba of the Prophet. And they're promised uh, Al-Jannah. And then we mentioned Al-Fuqara al-Muhajirin الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَأَمْوَالِهِمْ يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانًا وَيَنْصُرُونَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولًا أُولَئِكَ هُمُ الصَّادِقُونَ These Sahaba that they were in this, they were in this state, uh, they had to leave you know, everything behind. And these are the Muhajirin. They were very poor when they got to uh, Al-Madina, all of them, because they left their family, they left their wealth, uh, and everything. يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِنَ رَبِّهُ وَرِضْوَانًا and the only reason they're, they're leaving their house, the only reason they're, they're doing this hijrah is to get the, the grace of Allah and to get His mercy and to get His pleasure. If anyone's going to be, you know, sadiq, uh, it's going to be them. If anyone's going to be truthful in the following the Prophet it's going to be them. And then the ones that, the other ones that accepted these people, Imagine accepting all these strangers. And we talked about how that uh, is a great fadl as well. And then there's other ayat. And also, This ayat highlights that Allah was pleased with these sahaba when they gave the bay'ah under the, the tree in Hudaybiyah. He knew what was in their hearts. He knew the, the ikhlas. He knew the, uh, this type of thing that they had in their heart, the sincerity. And so then he gave them that fatah afterwards when they went back and they, they ended up opening Mecca and everyone then accepted Islam. Uh, from Quraysh. <clears throat> this one includes uh, all the Sahaba and Sultans. Those ones, they came after. And this is after Al-Fatih. The best nation are the nation of the Sahaba. 
and uh, by extension us, but of course they're, they're much better. And so we said our obligation and duty toward the Sahaba is to uh, follow, follow their uh, example. And it's important for us to read about them and know uh, their father. Then عَلَيْكُمْ بِسُنَّةِ وَسُنَّةِ الْخُلَفَاءِ الرَّاشِدِينَ الْنَبِيِّينَ مِنْ بَعْدِ حَضُّوا عَلَيْهَا بِنَوَاجِبِ You know, upon you is the, the sunnah, the tradition of, of the Prophet and the tradition of the khulafa afterwards. And he ordered us to grab onto it very tightly with our molar teeth. And then he said, our ummah will be separated into 73 parts. And every part is in uh, Jahannam except uh, one group. And that's the one that follows uh, the Prophet and the, uh, the Sahaba. Uh, 